You're a genius, you know that? Yeah, I know that. You, 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 last night when you were probably home, you were just thinking, what am I going to do to boost my little pathetic show? Yeah. You, you probably... My pathetic show that today. the guy who's on the phone now listens to every day, right? Pardon me? I said my pathetic show that you listen to every day. No, no, but don't, don't cut me off. No, no, listen, just, listen just a minute. Out, I'm not cutting you off, but I'm having a conversation. Why do you, why do some of you people just, like you've got blinders on, like you can't hear what I'm saying to you? You listen to this show every day. Why don't you admit no, that? No, actually, I don't listen to the show every day. I'm a Jamaican. You're what? I'm a Jamaican. What does that have to do with it? Well, look, what, what it has to do with it is that you... you so how do you, know, how do you know about the show if you don't listen to it? I've, I've been uh, flipping channels. And, um, you've been flipping it. You sound like you sound like you've been flipping it. Anyway, what I want to say. What yeah. What I did you want to say, say was, sir? What I wanted to say was. What um, did you want to say? How many times are you going to repeat that? What did you want to say? I want to say that jerk chicken and jerk pork is a seasoned um, meat, unlike uh, the restaurant that you go to, where you have to dump all your salt and your black pepper um, to get a taste. Uh, we, we 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 serenade our meat. And we, um, we season this to protect it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and? That's, what I, that's what I want to say. Uh, what does that have to do with the price of peanuts? What does that mean? <laughs> Sir, I have a suggestion for you. Are you listening? Sir? Yeah, okay. I was going to tell him to jerk pork, but I think he already is. I serenade my meat. Yeah, man. Oh, my I sing God. Good back rack and he it. never, my pathetic show, I'm going to goose up my reign. Like, I, I invented this massive crowd that we had on the roads last night, and I was just salivating. I was just sitting there foaming at the mouth. Oh, this is going to make great material tomorrow. Right. The stress level on a scale of one was, was uh, infinity, okay? That's how bad it was. Just praying that maybe eventually, sometime before next sookers, we might wind up at the arena and get to see the damn hockey game. But I just invented it, and I just am an evil person who uh, may occasionally jerk pork. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, listen, um, I hear you talk a lot about uh, your ratings, and I've listened to your show now for a couple weeks, and... Uh, and you don't like it, and you're still listening. Well, I'll tell you the truth. I mean, it's the same old shtick every day. Yeah. So the why only, you still the only reason that you're Let me rating, ask you, why are you listening for two weeks other than you want to call up and critique and keep talking and not take a breath? Well, do you want to have a conversation, or do you want to uh, make a speech? I, I just want to, I want to say that... Do you want to make a speech, or do you want to have a conversation? Let's have a conversation. I'm listening. You have... You talk about your ratings, but let's face Sir, it. Sir, I have never talked about ratings because I don't have any ratings on this station. That's Because I haven't true. been here long enough. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I heard you say you got the early returns or something was No, back. I did not. Those were ratings for the rest of the station. They were not ratings on this show okay. because the ratings for this show didn't start till the 8th of January, and we won't have those for another two or three weeks. So but, you're, you're, mis, you're misconstruing, if I can use that term, what I said. But the reason that you're saying that your ratings are going to be good is because of your show. I say it's Sir, because... The ratings for the this show, game. the ratings for this show at nighttime, the ratings in the morning, the, ra the ratings are going to be good because of what? Because you follow the first So the ratings of the midday show that preceded me on this station were the worst ratings of any show on this station, and they followed the first team, okay? Okay. So let's you... come up with your next cockamamie story. Let me ask you, how come I had big ratings on IOD for nine years and we didn't have the first team on our show? Was it because I followed Mike Ranieri? Well, I didn't listen, so I don't know. Oh, so you don't know, okay? And you also don't know about here because we don't have any well, ratings for this show and yet. And plus the fact that Hank follows you. Oh, so, so Hank follows me, why... so people tune in at 10 in the morning. And also, let me say it again, when I was on IOD, when Hank was working there, he was on 8 o'clock at night. So you're telling me people tune in 10 in the morning because Hank was on 8 o'clock at night? Well, 
Well, the last thing I... Well, now, why do you listen to this show, sir? I want an honest answer. Don't give me this bull crap that you don't know what you're talking about. Why do you listen to this show because for two every... solid weeks? Okay, I'm going to tell you, Don. It's because every time you open your mouth, your brains fall out, okay? Yeah. And it's yeah. enjoyable to listen to that. Well, congratulations. I'm delighted that you enjoy it, pal. Because every time you open your mouth, it falls out, and we're enjoying it, too. Oh, yeah, I have high ratings because I follow the first team. You should live so long, pal. And because Hank follows you. And because Hank is on after me. That's very good you logic. You should be glad. Hey, you're hired, pal. You're our new PD. You're the new uh, Fluff Lindsay. Thank you, Lucky Stars. You have two shows to prop you up like That's that. That's right. Thank the Lord. How did I ever make it at IOD and Zeta and W Snooze and all those other stations without these guys to uh, to help me along, to give like, me a walker, like a crutch, my aluminum walker? And I was on here talking about my ratings, which aren't even out yet, so you have no clue what you're talking about, my psychotic little friend. Go back to your Playgirl magazine and leave us alone. Here's a mobile in uh, Del Rey. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Great show. Yes, it is. You're no sports babe, but hey, what are you going to do? Thank God. Do you drive a silver vet with uh, Panther plates? No, I don't. Okay, I passed one last night. I thought maybe it was you. Not me. Yeah, what that guy called about Manders said, hey, basically I had a right. Manders was just thinking out loud about what Frank was saying to uh, that woman up in the room. So, but um, I want to bang you in the butt, honey. And then... Uh, the other one, too. And then the other one, like, oh, my God, your breasts are beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, Bob and Tom's all right, but it'd be like you having a laugh track or George laughing in the background. It just gets on your nerves. I well, I don't I don't agree. I mean, I realize they can do too much of that stuff, but I, uh, it's just part of their show. There are a lot of morning shows where they do that. Hey, in fact, on Howard, Howard's show, when they had all those people in there with him, they do the same thing. There's a half a dozen people yucking it up in the back. Yeah, but I don't think it's as bad as Bob and Tom. Well, I mean, it's just some reason. You know, I don't worry about that. I worry, that. I worry about whether I like the material or not and whether I think it's funny, not whether somebody else is laughing at it. There you go. Well, in closing, Neil, how come they can say tits on the other show and you can't say it? Yaman. Okay, we can't say what? We can't say piss on this show? I didn't know that. Now, let's see. We can say it as a noun or a verb or a uh, adjective. I don't know how the hell we can say it. We say whatever the hell we want, all right? If Mandridge can come on and talk about uh, banging people in the butt, we can say whatever the hell we want. I want to bang you in the butt, honey. In fact, I'm going to start wearing a jock strap, and then you'll be amazed at what I'm going to be able to say. Please don't say the F word. Oh, Neil, my queen, God. That damn faggot, I can't stand him. Inside my company car. Are you? I got the ticker, the tax, and eats out of my hand. I'm gonna make it, you a radio star. I'm all through Sabre, baby. I can do anything I wanna do. I'm a consultant woman, and I'm gonna be consulting you. I'm giving that for on a crap show, in a formula. I've got the ya. I've got the power to mold and control. Out in Hollywood, and I don't care if your ratings are low, just as long as you can stroke me good. I'm Arthur Sabre, baby, and you'll do anything I want you to. I'm your consultant woman, spread your legs when I desire you. I'm gonna bone ya, and own ya, dumb slot, get a real job. That's why I'm a consultant, cause I'm just an asshole. 
So what is a Walter Sabo anyhow? I had one in my mouth once. So Bill Tanner gives me a card from Walter Sabo from some uh, broadcasters meeting that they just had. And it's from Sabo Media. It says, Bill, you are truly one of my heroes. Signed, the W.S. Isn't that, boy, I put that in my, I put it right in here, right down in there. It's a good place for it. Okay, let's go to a lady in the Hollywood. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Is this Neil? Yes, it is. Okay, I have a couple of questions for you. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, is it true? Now, I'm a first-time caller. I called yesterday and you hung up. Please don't hang up. Why okay. did I hang up on you? You must have been obnoxious and disgusting. I said a curse word and I didn't mean to. Oh, okay. Don't do it again. Okay. Until yeah. I tell you. <laughs> okay. Um, is it true that you are a fat Jewish fag? Yes. Part? You are? Yes. It is true. Uh-huh. What's, and? What's wrong with us beautiful Jewish women? I'm a Jew. So what does that have to do with anything? Are you a Jewish dyke or what? No, I'm a Jewish female. So do men. your thing, honey. Do your okay, thing. but I don't understand. You don't understand what? You don't like Jewish women at all? I don't like any women from a sexual standpoint. No, I do not. I'm a fag. Do you understand? Do I have to draw okay. you a diagram, lady? Have you ever um, heard of that before? I mean, I know Jewish women tend to be somewhat repressed and like in the uh, dark age, but have you ever heard of a fag? Do you know what that is? Fagula. Yes, Does that bring any bell? my bill? friends are good faggots. So, so what are you asking me the question for? In other words, you I have don't no. Understand. In other words, you have no material. Is that it? No, I have material. Well, let's hear it. Well, okay. Um, you know, number one, I think Howard Stern tries to be like you. Yeah. Number two. So, um, like I said, you have no material. Can I say a word? No, you can't. No. Don't ever put that bitch on again. Can you believe this? You, lady, you are so pathetic, and it re takes me back to the days when I used to say, oh, we have no women called today. We're the women. Trust me. We have some women listening. Listen would be a good idea. If you have something really to say, like once in a great while, fine. But if not, don't press yourself. That f***ing bitch. Exactly. Don't push it. God almighty, desperate. And she wonders why I don't like Jewish women? Talk about a rhetorical question. God, here's uh, Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I just want to tell you I've been listening to you since high school, man. It's been about... Seven years and now. here I am. I'm still here. I love you, man. I love you. I just want to thank you so much for getting me to wake up and open my eyes and realize that religion is a bunch of crap. Congratulations. Because I was uh, watching that thing about last night, how they executed that woman. Yeah. I don't know how your stance is on it, because I just got out of class. I didn't hear you earlier this morning. But, I mean, hey, look, she killed somebody. She was convicted in the court of law. She had due process. They found her guilty. They sentenced her to die, to be executed. They executed her, and now life goes on. I mean, you know what? And women want equal treatment. Well, there you go. Yeah. If they're executing men, then go ahead and execute some women. Amen. You live like by the, the sword, like you that, die like by that, like that Jew bitch I called about three calls ago. I say fry her ass before uh, midnight. She sounds like a real idiot. And you know what? I don't think she has any gay friends because she said faggots. She probably doesn't have any She's gay probably friends. a bull dyke. Probably. Probably got blow-up dolls of Roseanne. <laughs> have <laughs> a nice right. day, amigo. Take it easy. Arrivederci. Bye-bye. When you're looking to make your next election, the survey we took last week, which most of you lied about, by the way, but uh, there you are. Ma thinks the president's a fag because he likes the oral is moral. But at any rate, getting back to this weed business, it's nobody's goddamn business. And unless it affects your performance at the orifice, on the uh, playing field, if it's some stupid goddamn sport, in the uh, snowboard, whatever the hell this guy is riding over there, this poor Canadian bastard, this uh, Capriotti, Gabriotti, whatever this guy's name is, he ain't no peekaboo street other from Canada. Her name is Sandra Schmurler. Sa <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> we laughed so hard last night, I thought I was going to pee in my pants when I heard on the CBC they were talking about Sandra Schmurler, the woman curler, and she's from Whistler, B.C., or some goddamn place. Oh, my God. Oh. And you people are taking this seriously, any of you? Oh, man. Sandra Schmurler, the lady curler from Whistler, B.C. But she ain't got nothing on Peekaboo Street, I'll tell you that. Who <laughs> is almost as good as I, I be hip.
or whatever that uh, coon's name was, that basketball player from Maryland or Virginia, whoever the hell he played for. Nobody cares about whether jocks or anybody else is smoking weed because all this audience is, and they're sick and tired of being drug tested like this is some kind of a, like a police state. Oh, it is? Sorry. Been telling you that for years. It's a goddamn police state. They're going to give you a drug test because you're going to work in Walgreens or something? They're going to give you a drug test to be sitting behind a desk somewhere because you're the uh, executive vice president of a bank uh, that's got like 75 customers in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. They're going to give you a drug test? Based on what? That's like the freaking word police we got up there at the FCC that the, the Congress gets together, Jesse Helms and all these other Nazis, and they get together with these old prudish parts, and they just make up a list. Well, you can't say this. You, based on what? Well, we said so. Oh, that's great. That sounds like the American way to me. That sounds exactly like what the founding fathers had in mind. Founding fathers, who the hell were they, and what? Uh, how, what's their score in the Olympics? They grew hemp, the founding fathers. Yeah, they were smoking the rope is what they were doing, and they were also doing the uh, slaves, the slave women. But we don't want to talk about that because uh, that'd be bad. Let's go secondhand. We've heard of the dangers of secondhand cigarette smoke. Now we got the dangers of secondhand marijuana smoke. Going to get you disqualified and lose your medal, baby. And they'll stick your ass out there on Peekaboo Street. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, firstly, I think X-Ray Hip did play for Maryland. I'm pretty I, sure. I think so, but who cares? Yeah, who cares? Uh, about this drug testing thing? Yeah. yeah. Where do you draw? Where do you draw the line? You say it's okay that they smoke marijuana and uh, they. That's why I draw the line. Marijuana is not a. It, it doesn't affect somebody's performance. It doesn't. It doesn't enhance their performance. And people aren't like I just said a minute ago. Aren't going to go around stealing money and robbing banks and Seven uh, Elevens and gas stations to get money to support a marijuana habit. It's ridiculous. So that's that's your reasoning for not testing it because. Of why they, they what, won't what, what is the re what is your reason that you should test for marijuana? Well, I, I'm not saying that they really should. I'm just saying that I don't think if if they're going to test for one, they should test for all. I don't think they should draw lines. How, how about if they how about if they test for nicotine to see if you're smoking cigarettes? Cigarettes aren't illegal. Well, what difference does it make whether it's legal or illegal? Like I said before, in the state of Florida, any sex other than missionary position, man and woman, is illegal, okay? So should we arrest everybody, or should we go into people's bedrooms and find out if anybody's doing it in the wrong position? No, I don't, I don't agree with so that. So what difference does it make if we have a lot of archaic, stupid laws? Whose business is it? If it doesn't affect anything or change anything, what difference does it make? Well, then it looks like the problem is actually with the law, not that they're testing for marijuana. I mean, I, I agree. I think that they should. I, I think that they should test for marijuana there, and I think that they should test for marijuana in the uh, in, in the NBA. Based on what? Based on I don't because I think that the jocks get away with as much crap as they uh, as they possibly they get away with too much. So and so, like so in other words, it's only 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 wait a minute. Only jocks smoke marijuana. Is that what you're saying, sir? No, but, that's, but, no, but that's what we're ta well. That's what we're talking about here is where the testing is done. You brought up that they're testing in the NBA. They're, they, they test in all. Look, it. You know as well as I do that if you go and uh, apply for a job in a lot of companies in this country, not just sports, in any kind of endeavor, government job, uh, you're gonna. Uh, they have random drug testing. You know that. I hope. Right. Yes, I do. And based on what? What? What is it their business if you're smoking pot? I don't know. Maybe they're afraid of uh, your job performance. Maybe I'm not really sure. I can't really. I can't really tell you why they do it. I'm just saying that if if they're going to test for one, how, how is that going to affect your job performance? Well, what you mean if you smoke marijuana the night before? Yeah, exactly. Listen, I'm not giving you an answer for why they do it. I said that. No, no, but but we're having a discussion. I'm not asking you to justify it. But what? How is the smoking weed going to affect your job performance? I'm not saying it will. I don't think so. Then it what, will. So what's so what's the point? 
Well, like I said, I think it's because they're going to test for one. They're going to test for all. I don't think that if you say, okay, well, hey, it's okay for you to go ahead and smoke marijuana, but we're going to test you out for cocaine. So, in other words, you don't see, you, you don't see a difference between hard drugs and marijuana. You don't see it. Okay, get a new phone, sir, and call me back. I'd be delighted to uh, debate it with you, but your phone blows. This guy doesn't see a difference between cocaine, which is a highly addictive substance, which affects pr people's personality and behavior, and in many cases causes them to become dangerous. That is correct. Trust me when I tell you, I have known people who become totally changed, personality change, are untrustworthy. Those people, most of you don't want working for you if they're really addicted to co cocaine, if they have a serious <laughs> crack problem or any other kind of a coke problem or heroin. Chris Farley, the night they had some broad on there, one of the uh, in, uh, one of the uh, tabloid shows last night, the night before he croaked, how much, how much heroin? I forget, heroin and coke and uh, uh, fish food and whatever else he was doing, all together, and vodka on top of it, just to well, make you sure. You got to wash it down. You got to wash it down with some uh, good vodka. That's right. That's what Boris said. Bad enough. It wasn't bad enough that he was doing a heroin, but he was doing coke, too. So he's dead, Chris Farley. There you go. But, I mean, this this guy comparing, I mean, uh, oh, yeah, they're getting away with enough as it is. Who cares about that? Why don't we get all upset if they're beating up their wife or their girlfriend? Why don't we get upset about that? How come nobody gave a crap that the Jimmy Johnson signed up Lawrence Phillips, who's nothing but a goddamn gangster? How come nobody cared about that? But we're concerned if he passes a drug test or not. That really concerns me whether he's smoking marijuana, not whether he's going to be beating women up all over the place. What kind of mentality we be talking about in this country, man? We're talking about people who just, they can't sit down and look at this thing rationally because most of them are emotional cripples. Emotional cripples. And this crap about the NBA is going to do pot testing. David Robinson says, oh, yeah, we should all subject to it. It's a no-brainer. The NBA is a no-brainer, okay? It's for a bunch of illiterate freaks is what it is, David Robinson. You asshole. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. You sound pissed off. Go ahead, sir. I'm listening. Okay, well, anyway, on the secondhand smoke with the marijuana, um, I have a friend who basically uh, could not smoke because of the government watching over him. Yeah. And he enjoys uh, burning every couple of times. So when he went to get a mandatory, uh, you know, piss test, uh, and he came back positive, he told the, uh, his, his probation officer, he's like, oh, no, I was in a room with a bunch of people smoking. Yeah. And the, and the probation officer gave him a bunch of, like, evidence. I got a great bit for Boca Brian, by the way, to the tune of Secondhand Rose. Secondhand smoke. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, he says that the probation officer gave him a bunch of evidence about how much secondhand smoke you had to be in, uh, exposed to for you to come back positive for even a minuscule amount. You had to be in a room that was fogged up for a couple of hours, you know, constantly breathing it. Yeah. And I mean, if you smoke pot in the bath at any point, if you like to smoke that stuff, and you're in a room and they've been smoking it for two hours, you're going to tell me you're not going to take a hit or whatever? And I mean, snowboarders... So, so, so let me ask you, so not what a good did you do? Well, no, wait a minute. Oh, I want to hear this about snowboarding. Let's hear this. this no, I mean, snowboarding in the Olympics, who is not going to think that these snowboarders are not pot addicts? Give me a break. All these guys are a bunch of <laughs> pot addicts. <laughs> pot addicts. Oh, yeah. I mean, they oh, are the God. Food. How about brain testing for management? That sounds good to me. Of course, where there's no sense, there's no feeling. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, you doing, Neil? Great. Uh, I have a question. Yes. I have two questions, and then I, I want to say something about the pot. Uh, how come you can't get ice cream like Italy?
Italy. Pistachio ice cream in Italy. Gelato, sir. Gelato is not ice cream. It's gelato. It's made. It doesn't have all that cream and it's uh, not all that uh, chalk and artificial crap. It's made from all natural stuff, and they don't uh, make it here. There, you know, once in a while a place will come along and try to make good gelato, and even if it is good, the public's taste here is so bad because they're busy eating briars and sealfish and eaties that uh, those places go out of business. Man, I used to. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not an ice cream, but I was eating it every day, twice a day. Hot and the ice cream too. Hey. <laughs> Uh, and I have a question for George. You guys used to have this commercial called Feed, uh, Field Extreme Watches. Was it his voice on it? Yes. Oh, Sorry I thought. That. Yeah, he, apo <laughs> he apologizes profusely for it, too. <laughs> and about, uh, let me ask you a question. If this guy would have been from Amsterdam where it's legal to smoke pot, what were they going to say to the guy? Well, you know, it's interesting because, uh, now, that is a good point. Marijuana, they were just saying on CNN that marijuana is not among the substances listed at the Olympics as being illegal but that it reverts back to the country and the laws there. So if it were one of the Dutch players, in like a soccer player, uh, of course they're not playing no soccer in the Winter Olympics, but whatever the Dutch competitors are, ice... I don't think that's very fair. How do you like that? Uh, How do you like them green apples, huh? Those green apples. I don't, I so don't I say that uh, this guy, this uh, Graziano or Greg Gabriotti, I say he should move to Amsterdam would be a good idea. Hey, there you go. At least he'd have a good time. And as far as uh, drug testing in the workplace... Yes. Until they can figure out, until they can drug test you at the moment and know how much you've had at that particular moment, I think they should just ban it altogether because there's no way that you're going to tell me what I have to do in my house, in my car, or what I do at any time that I'm not at work because I only work for them for eight hours. That's the rest of my day, so that's the bottom line with ne that. Next thing they're going to be doing fish food testing. Hey, there you go. Yeah, why don't we just survey, let's see, uh, let's <laughs> eat your fat. I want you to test and see how much food you've been eating. Right, you know? exactly. I mean, where, you, where do you draw the line, you know what I mean? Well, let me check. Let me get a Q-tip and check this woman's mouth. Maybe she's been giving oral sex to somebody in the parking lot. All right, now you're talking. Okay, have a great day, pal. You do. Okay. Sounds like a job he wants. I did that one time. I'm about 15 years old. For an outstanding selection of Italian groupies. Q-A-M. So anyway, let's uh, do a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Neil, can't disagree with you more about the pot smoking. Okay, I'm uh, um, an ex pot addict from the age of 15 to 25. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, it was more addicting than coke than anything. Yeah. I mean, we had to smoke. And more addicting than fish food, too, I bet. Correct. George before, is peeing in his pants in the other room. Better take a sample, by the way. Before we, no, I'm 38 now. I stopped 13 years ago. But before we played baseball, we smoked. Before we went to movies, we smoked. Before yeah. we had sex, we smoked. Before anything, we needed pot. We couldn't do it without pot. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of my friends are still... I mean, well, let, let me ask you this. As much as I frown upon people who are, like, obsessed with pot because there are people who are juvenile and sit around right. sifting and picking seeds all day and they think that's a life, but nevertheless... No, how we, did we, it, we, how we did had those no wait, wait a minute. But we, how had did no it, we had this green stuff that had no seeds in it. I mean, how did it, it affect your life? It affected it tremendously because it opened the door to... And you're going to think this is a joke. It opened the door to um, coke. It opened the door. Oh, once, yeah. 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 No, once you violate your body. So right? I guess you once, better never have a beer because next thing you're going to be well, driving. I, don't, I, don't, I, I never like beer, but I'm telling you, it affected me in the workplace. It affected me driving. I had a lot of accidents. No, but, but, but the I, argument that, you know, it's the same argument is you better never have a beer because then you're going to become an alcoholic and you're going to start drinking, uh, you, know, st you know, sticking vodka bottles in your pocket. I mean... There are, there are always going to people be people, no matter what you're talking about, they're the Al Goldsteins of the world are going to go out and eat until they get to be 500 pounds. Does that mean we should outlaw any foods that are fattening? No, no, but I, I you know why, why I've changed? I have two kids of my own now, and um, they're 14 and 11, and they're getting to that age where 
um, where I remember where they when can I was. It, so you better stop. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I, I've, I've stopped a long time ago. But but I'm saying now I'm overprotective. No, he and can I, smell I, it because they're bringing theirs home. I mean, my parents were like Georgians. They were refugees from Cuba. They came down here. Yeah. And they well, know, we know they, Cubans don't smoke weed. They, we know that. They didn't know any better. They were working 14 hours a day. I was alone at home, and all my friends did, and we did it. And I, I'm telling you, I protect them. Did. They didn't know any, but I, I couldn't disagree with you more. I'm glad they're testing for it, and I hope that um, they keep it out of everything because it's just like my yeah, life. Yeah, you know seriously. something? I know that when I go over to Holland, man, every time I've only been in Amsterdam about 30 times, and when I go over there, it's a miracle that that country can function. You know what? I'm, well, Neil, let me tell you something. Um, while we were on it, we were less aggressive. Sir, we, let, let me ask you, have you ever ever been to Amsterdam? Never been to Amsterdam. Well, get on a plane and go there. You might learn something. There's a pot addict for you there, boys and girls. There's a good lesson for everybody. He's obsessed. It's like the fish food addicts. I say we go to Publix right now and may enforce them to take it right out of the freezer container because we have fish food addicts already, and those people are going to kill themselves on that crap because they're out of control. And let's close down every bar because we got alcoholics. Let's bring back prohibition, baby. Let's prohibit everything. Then we got sex addicts. Just watch, uh, what's his name, Jerry Springer. He'll do about 20 shows on that this week. Sex addicts. People who can't get enough, they're doing it. The NBA, they want to do drug testing. We got a guy, a Canadian uh, jock. If a snowboarder can wear a jock strap, whatever the hell he was, this guy may lose his gold medal because he may have actually inhaled a little bit or may have actually smoked a little bit or may have actually uh, walked through a room somewhere where somebody may have smoked it or not, as the case may be, and they found like a little trace in his... Uh, squirt, squirt. Yeah. And they're having a nervous breakdown now because of the, you know, Sudafed. What else? What else can we test for in your system? Definitely have fish food testing because we know it makes your blood sugar go way up and you become irresponsible and God only knows you're going to, you're not fit for driving. I wouldn't be surprised if they stop you at street corners now at stoplights and they do on-the-spot checks, blood sugar tests. You know, they give you that little pin prick, if I can say that. And, uh, yeah, look at my fingertips, man. Look at all those pin pricks. That's right, when you're diabetic, you have a lot of pin pricks on the tips of your fingers. But at any rate... Yeah, they're going to be starting doing that spot checks on street corners now. And if your blood sugar is like over 250, man, ah, you're straight to jail. You're a menace to society. You're going to kill somebody out there. Airline pilot, before you get on that plane, make sure he didn't have no fish food before he took off. Here's the Fort Lauderdale. Want to score some pot? Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. I've never listened to your show before, but I, I was interested in your views on why, why it's illegal in the first place. Sir, because this is a repressive society in which we live. Let me say it again. These archaic sodomy laws that are in the books in most states in this country in yeah. which uh, anything except a face-to-face -face missionary position, sex between married male and female. <laughs> what, you're laughing about it, okay? But well, it's true. These true archaic idea. laws on the books because this is a country of hypocrites, a country that's living in the Stone Age because we got a bunch of old fuddy-duddies up there who don't have the balls to repeal these archaic exclusive laws that have no place in a civilized society. Well, in marijuana's case, hemp, whatever, uh, there would be no national debt if they would tax it and, and burn it the last 20 years. Well, let me say this to you, sir. The idea that the federal government, listen to this, the federal government can tell you what seed you can plant in the backyard of your home, on your property. The idea that the government can legislate that is so outrageous and so unacceptable as to be uh, in, just inexplicable. I agree. I can't, can't argue with that one bit. Um, they have all these helicopters. They're wasting time because people are growing a few plants in their backyard. Uh, in the meantime, up the corner, kids are shooting themselves because Daddy left his six his six shooter laying around, and everybody and their brother in this country is running around with a goddamn gun. But God forbid if somebody's growing a few uh, plants in the backyard. 
We got the helicopters going overhead, baby, and we're going to catch you. The uh, the pot police are there, you maniacs. Just like in a lo where the hell did I do with that local section this morning. Here we go, businessman or sex purveyor, police. This Arthur Van Mork uh, Kirken, whatever his name is, Kirken Jerkin, ran a six million dollar prostitution ring. How do you like that in Fort Lauderdale? He had 50 women on their payroll, their names neatly lined up on a magnetic board under headings such as blondes, brunettes, and orientals. The clients, more than 20,000 men between West Palm Beach and North Miami, who paid 180 bucks in cash or 200 by credit card for acts that range from straight sex to unusual fetishes. So, who the hell gives a crap? Probably ran a clean operation. Probably not too many people getting no diseases from that operation. Probably headed on the up and up. He's going to jail. Everything in this goddamn country is illegal, man. Everything is uh, the forbidden fruit, if we can say it. Oh, and of course, that's... Oh, forget that. Talk about a fruit. Forget about that. Everything's illegal. Everything's immoral, unless, of course, it's the politicians who are doing it, like Dan Romer, he's doing it over there, and like uh, Bill Clinton, of course, he's uh, doing it uh, left and right, in which we like him a lot more and respect him because he's getting it, that's okay. But if we're getting it, then, of course, it's evil and we all go to, go to jail. Juvenile and unacceptable. Unacceptable. You're brainwashed, baby. When are you going to go? Just wake up and sniff it a little bit. And the flowers, too. Brainwashing. Goody two-shoes. We have to have a drinking age, and we have, to have a, we have to have an age for everything. A smoking age. In other words, when you're 21, it's okay to get yourself lung cancer, but if you're 19, then uh, you're not old enough to make that decision. Just like uh, this crap about the age of majority. Every, you know, most countries, well, this is just a matter of opinion. Most countries, even some that we consider very backward, uh, the, the legal age for consensual sexual acts is 15 or 16. In this country, it's what? 17 for heterosexual acts and 18 for... Yes, there's a different age for heterosexual or homosexual acts, of course. Or is it 18 for both? There's all these gray areas, depending on which state you're in. I didn't say gay areas. I said, what, what's, well, we'll find out. What state you're in, like, is in the prone or uh, what in position most you're states, in? If, uh, if you're more than two years older, you can be 16 as long as the person isn't more than two years older and over 18. Well, isn't that interesting? Like that. And, on, so in other words, a if Thursday, a 19-year-old guy's banging a 16-year-old chick, he's in violation of the law, is that what you're saying to me? Something like that. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. Isn't that absurd? Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas. Back to you. Happy circus. Yeah. On that prostitution ring, the guy's from uh, Boca, not Fort Lauderdale. No big deal. Well, there you go. You're close, right. Close You're enough right. for us. Yeah, you got it. Another thing on the on the pot. I own a business. I drug test. Right on the application, you bring the drugs in, I test them. <laughs> All right. Whoa. All right. See you at the track, pal. Bye. Where we certainly know nothing about drugs. There's your kind of boss, George. I thought we had that. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't know what to do with them. As in... Happy for him. The frog got back, and I think I want to kill one. Hey, hey, oh, they're back. You cut me off, going down, you at one. Hey, hey, I feel like crap. The signs of 45, but it's doing 22. Hey, hey, Damn it, I'm trapped. So watch out, frog, because I'm coming after you. Hey, hey, I'm going to snap. Yeah, I'm gonna run you down. So get your fat ass out of town. Frog beating out is such a scary sight. Hey, nah, hey, nah. I'm gonna be sick. The waitress knows there's no tip tonight. Hey, nah, hey, nah. I hope she's 
bit. She doesn't speak French and the frog gets pissed. Why is he ticked? But when the check comes, he can read English. Suck my... Yeah, we know folks like to eat. But do they have to be so cheap? Why must you frog migrate all the way to Florida? Go back! Go back! Why can't you just stop at south of the border? Go back! We, we don't, don't want you! On the beach is such a scary sight. Look at that! The belly's spilling over and the spandex pulled tight. Wow, are they fat! I wish they'd just go back. I can't take it anymore. What is summer coming? You're going to drive across country. You never realize how many goyim there are in this country until you're driving across the interstates and you stop at one of those stookies or stuckies or whatever they're called. Man, talk about packed with goyim with bad taste. Although I do like some of that candy. The peanut brittle's okay. Ever have a nut roll? Yeah, when it slipped out of my hand. Didn't roll too far, though. Here's a coconut grove. Hello. There's no fags in Columbus. Yeah, that's what I hear. Hey, uh, Neil, do you remember a couple years ago, maybe one or two, a guy was driving down I-75. He was depressed, wanted to commit suicide, and he jumped into his truck with a six-pack. Driving down I-75 the wrong way. Right. I remember, remember that? that. Yeah, sure do. It's stuff like that that makes me think. I don't understand why alcohol is legal and marijuana is not. Right. Obviously, I'm a smoker. Good point. Real quick. Just um, think how much weed he would have had to smoke for the same effect. Think about it. And uh, how real, long it would have taken. Real quick, Neil. I heard a song about tongues. Uh, religious tongues, speaking in tongues, and that kind of gave me a flashback. Yeah. My mom used to be a Pentecostal, and I grew up, and I mean, I remember seeing my grandmother, my uh, my mom, and just, like, talking in tongues and dropping on the floor, and I would just sit there and giggle. You know, it made no sense to me whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, real quick, Neil. Um, it's I, enough to give me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about I sang about you it. a song once. It was uh, for the Panthers, No Se Tu, and I got another one. Please let me sing it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I'm Chris Weber, I'm Chris Weber, got arrested for a bag of red hair, I'm the ghetto dream, to play b-ball without a drug screen. I'm Chris Weber, I'm Chris Weber, called time out when I got sprayed with pepper, burned my eyes, that's mean, about a couple drops of visine. I'm James Brown, I'm James Brown. Neil. Yeah. Uh, in closing... There's no fags in, in the church. Yes. Neil, please, could you play All the Spicks Are Brown? All the Spicks Are Brown? Where are you guys coming up with this I stuff? I haven't heard that in a long time. Well, what is... 560 on the Mobile One line. Here's Miami Springs. Hello. Yeah, hi. No, yes, I, what the hell was that? I was calling because uh, I heard the guy talking about... Uh, the fact that it was legal, and, and it was legal, is it? But you know, I, I don't, I don't smoke marijuana. I haven't done since college days. But, but the poison? Uh, yes, yes, you yes, can. Yes, you can. Yes. and that will kill you. And you know, it's got warning uh, labels on the on the can or whatever you're buying it. And right. uh, you can go, you can go into any store. You can go into a supermarket. You go into a drugstore, 
and buy legally all kinds of substances that will kill you. You can yes. go into Home Depot and buy paint thinner, and if you drink it, it will kill you. Yes. I guarantee you that. Make no mistake about it. So the idea that something may or may not be harmful for you, which is all very subjective, by the way, and a lot of it very dubious and debatable, but uh, since when is that the government? The only job that I see the government is to tell us, uh, you know, give us the information. Tell us, can this be harmful to me? How harmful is it? And then let me make my own goddamn decision. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, is that the only reason it was made illegal it, it is because it's relatively easy to grow and difficult to tax. Yeah. And by the, lobby, it, the lobbying of both um, alcohol and cigarettes, which uh, it's not, well, alcohol is relatively easy, but, but the question of cigarettes growing it, drying it out, and actually making cigarettes on your own, most people aren't going to do. Whereas anybody could, like, grow a plant in the backyard and then just simply take a few leaves, let them dry out in the oven, and then smoke it. Oh, my God. And uh, apparently that's what, uh, what they don't want. And, it, and there would be a lot of competition for those two other industries. Oh, my God. Whereas in, in, in tobacco, that's, that's proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. That's killing people every day, sir. Exactly. There are people puffing on faggots right now who are going to croak from lung cancer and emphysema. And we've warned them and we've warned them and we've had all those craggy voice guys. The guy that used to play Hamilton Burger on Perry Mason, what the hell was his name? You know the I'm talking right. about. I'm dying from lung cancer, and John Wayne, and all these other big macho guys that are croaking. And if you, you know, they tell you that, and you still want to smoke, then go ahead, be my guest. And in closing, just don't blow it in my face. That's what uh, Monica said. They're puffing on cigarettes too. Exactly. <laughs> Have a great day, Paul. All right. Okay. Bye. What are we getting all worked up about? Huh? Just because we realize we live in a country where our freedoms are very limited, and we have a bunch of uh, we have a bunch of assholes sitting around deciding what you can do and what you can't do, and telling you what's good for you and what's not. And then we have some idiots uh, who are going along with that who want to be manipulated. Well, if you want to be manipulated, okay, go to some fascist goddamn place. Go to some communist country. Go to Cuba for Christ's sake. Go live with Fidel. He'll tell you what you can do and what you can't do. Go live with the Pope. You'll have one hell of a time there, man. Go live in the Vatican. Under the watchful eye of the Cardinals, man, I don't mean Stan Musial. You won't be able to do anything that's fun because they're busy doing, uh, taking it all up themselves. Hi, thank you for calling Dick Vitale's Hot Sex Line. Cost is $5 per minute. For Dick's most intimate fantasies, press 1. Oh, baby, it's me, Big Dick Vitale. And you know what I like? Oh, yeah, I think you know. I like balls. Balls bouncing all around me. Oh, baby, that's what I call final ball play. And then I like the big man. Yeah, to take it to the hole again and again and again. Hey, don't hang on the rim, big guy. And don't dribble between your legs, baby. I'm not through with you. Come on, let's see if you can palm these balls. Oh, yeah, that's unbelievable. You're all world, baby. Drive my lane. Baby, drive my lane. Come on, come on, post up behind me. Oh, yeah, the clock's running out. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, unbelievable, it's good. Oh, that was good. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs>